it's over. It's only just begun. That's true, but it's over. <laughs> season five is over, yes. It is. The fifth season is over. It's unbelievable. It, it is over. It went by quicker than it normally does, and that's actually a fact, because they didn't take off for, <laughs> it for Memorial fact. Day. So, <laughs> Thank you for joining us. This is Game of O's. We're a podcast. <laughs> and we actually uh, just came back from a live show here in Chicago at Geek, Geek Bar. Bar. And uh, see, he does it. He does yeah. it when, when we're in person, too, where he yeah, tries to... Over you, no, no, finishing the sentences. Oh, it's yeah, really it's annoying. So cute. Oh, wow. uh, and, uh, but anyway... It's cute, you say annoying. Yeah, man. I mean, now you know there's there's been secrets that I've been holding I from know. you for many years. I know. Oh, man. The you largest see? one probably being how this season, not just the episode, but the season came to a close. And, I mean, you just sitting around... This? You knew about this... With all these yeah, people. I mean, we had probably, what, close to 100 people in that bar. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. It was amazing just watching we're, the we're reaction. At one point. It actually was kind of a bummer. but <laughs> I don't, I don't even, honestly even know where to begin. I thought it was an amazing finale. Yeah. A lot of action. A lot of loose ends tied up. But even more questions are left, I think, yeah. because there were a lot of, um, well, one death in particular that wasn't shown on screen. Mm-hmm. But we can kind of figure that it happened. Which one are you talking about? Stannis. Okay. Mm. I see. I'm having a... Okay, Where do first we even off, start? Where first off, start? Uh, to everyone listening, this is different than anything that we've done before. We've yes. only recorded... Uh, well, we've had a few live shows, but never an episode proper together. So right now, I'm looking at Eric and Micah. They're both sitting in front of me across the kitchen table. I just saw Micah say all that. And to those of you listening who understand how jealous of me you should be right now. You know what? I, if I, I grew a beard, you know, <laughs> you'd be the perfect man. Uh. You know, I was just thinking it's super funny. I was thinking the same exact thing. You know what I mean? The exact same right? thing. Just watching him talking to the mic. Because I even have a, like a more close-up view of Micah. You do. And you, yeah. have, like, you can get like the side view of his mouth. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, long, out, like long, long story short, uh, not to... This is uh this is uh, emotional in a lot of different ways for a lot of different reasons for us tonight. I think that the nature in which we ingested this uh, finale, the fifth season, was the right way. Yes, it was at a live show. It was with uh, a ridiculous collection of diehard fans, and it ended with a ride home together. Mm-hmm. And now it's ending with a conversation together. And we haven't discussed anything yet that has happened. No. So I'm going to look at you guys both and say that. Jon Snow is dead. Oh, yeah, probably, maybe. What is dead may never die. I mean, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I'm. There was there was a lot of violence and look. I I know I know it sounds it sounds even stupid to me. It sounds wimpy to hear somebody say that they. The, oh, the violence on Game of Thrones shocks them, or they're surprised about the violence in Game of Thrones, because this is a very violent show and always has been. This particular episode, the manner of deaths for that everybody died in, though, if you add them up together, was this the most violent episode of Thrones yet? I mean, I'm thinking of watching how Marin Trant died. I'm thinking of Miranda's death. Yeah, um, that was you, you know, fun. which was very graphic, very on on it screen. It was met with massive cheers oh, in the audience. The cheers, really. He though. would love Miranda's death because who was responsible for it? Well, well, Reek, that, that right? was just an example. Marin Trant, Marin Trant was the you know gagged and bound and blinded. Was really yeah. He was struck me as being not over the top necessarily. Look, Arya is the avenging. <laughs> Why are we uh, talking about here? them? What? Yeah, how yeah. do you feel about it? How do I feel it? Yeah. Gosh, man, that was, I think it's proper. 
Uh, it felt it felt right. It's what you said uh, before. Think about how that scene opened. By the way, yeah, of yeah. course it was it was deserving. Yeah, I have to say that I didn't. I usually try to feel a little bit of remorse for even when bad characters pass and stories, but I find myself not really giving two shits about Marin Trent after after because he was there during Sansa's moments with Joffrey in the throne room. He's always been there. He's mm-hmm. he's been sort of the token asshole. In the background, I have him on one of my shirts I got from uh, one of the HBO experiences at some con. Now they're all adding up and becoming <laughs> so it, it's like a constant reminder of how shitty that person is almost. And oh, uh, he completely got his due tonight. Completely to again massive cheers from the crowd. Yeah, yeah, the crowd, the crowd was was wonderful to cheer along with. I mean, I've been watching uh, this season with friends, but we're talking about a group of four people tonight. Was as we said, easily a hundred people. Yeah, and that kind of reaction to each scene, cheers, uh, lines, you know, all of the things we would call owns in this episode oh, were geez. were easy because they, every single one was cheered and yeah. and. and pro- Paraded and celebrated as it was happening. Mm-hmm. So that was ex- that was extremely good. I caught. I was looking over at you at one point, and I was just like, I think our eye contact was like, "That's going to be an own own." Oh, some, oh there was a, a lot meme. Of... There was a meme. There was Stannis going. Oh ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that. It was like Stewie on Family Guy going. And I was Ooh. thinking out loud. I was like, I'm definitely putting that audio somewhere <sighs> in one of these episodes. <laughs> He's going to keep doing that. Yeah, I know. I mean. <laughs> That's we all we all get to listen to it in that's, person. It's that's amazing. The joke. That's the joke. It's not a joke. Look, it's fucking annoying. No, 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 the joke is the so. Yeah, we just know it's it's. This was the episode. Please keep that in the show too. <laughs> fine, fine. You said the words. Jon Snow is dead, and yet we went off to talk a little bit about other characters who have died in this episode. But I think we really have to start with Jon because that's the way the season ended, I, and and it is something that I've known for for a long time, and it's something that. You have to understand, That's not only have I kept up, it from, from the two of you, but you now know the pain that the book readers have been going through since A Dance with Dragons was released. We, we have no closure to this for a number of years. Well, how do you feel excited for him when, he, when these good things are happening to him throughout the series over the past few years when you know how it's going to end? Like, how do you? I think the real question here is, is this the end? You well, know, I, I mean, and. The way that it played out in the show versus, you know, how it's done in the books, it's generally the same idea, but you don't have Thorne doing it, which I thought was completely fucked up. You know, <laughs> Thorne is a guy who has really, in a way, been like Stannis, right? Because he's, he's sort of endeared yourself, himself to you in a way. The two of them, you know, the way that he fought at the end of last season, the not necessarily complimentary words that he has for, for John, but you know that. There's a level of respect between the two of them. To, to see him oh, take yeah. a sword and drive it oh, into yeah. John's no. stomach, yep. along no. with yeah. all those other no-names. And then little Ollie comes along. That bastard. That bastard with <laughs> eye watch. daggers. For the watch. Yeah, for, for the watch. watch. He's, you know, can he's I just all say, of what? As much, Twelve? Shit, as much as I don't like Ollie, I'm glad he, he still he, said he, for he, the watch and not for me. You know, or some bullshit for my like family. Taking, for my family. Well, because you know, that would have him just, and Arya could get together. That would have been more. Both, that would have been more tragic. Yeah, deviant child would have been even more tragic. But he did it for the watch. For the mm-hmm. watch. For the good well, watch. I think you know, and we'll, we'll obviously continue to explore this as our episodes are, are are recorded in the future because there's a lot to talk about here. Yeah, we know Melisandre is back 
at the wall. We know Somber, what we right? know what her yeah. her character, or at least given the the occupation, right, of hers and being very similar to somebody like right. Thoros of Mir. Right, right, um, right. That's what I was yeah, I think Davos being back is it, not not that John can really be helped at this point, but. To me, if John is able to come back in some way, and this is pure speculation at this point on my end because I know nothing beyond, okay. I believe you because I can I, see it I in your know eyes. Nothing. I can see it in your right. Eyes. You can see it in my eyes. You can you can, you can see the He's words. Like, he looked at me like, "Listen, I'm this, not." This this absolves right John of any sort of allegiance and obligation to the Night's Watch, and allows him to do anything. Oh, cool! In the future, but does it really? Is my question. Till death do I part. Well, I died. <laughs> well, like, first off. I don't know. You said it was different than how he died in the books. He got really destroyed by blades. No, he did. He did. He does in the books. He gets it's it's three blades in the books, and then he falls and he never feels the fourth. Oh, and there's probably more. Uh, and the other thing is too, his last words are not Ollie, which I thought was really cheesy, but it's very similar to Rob's in that he says ghost, like Rob said, Grey Wind. So. I, oh, I I don't know oh, that where that's going. Chills, yeah. Even in this humidity, that could be huge potentially because we know of the warging ability of the Starks. Well, and John is a warg in the uh, in the books by now. Even even in, as a book two, he's having wolf dreams. This and- brings me back to our conversations right before the season when we were finishing the Red Wedding and we were thinking about what Rob's likelihood of things that could have happened, and of course that end was tied with what happened to Grey Wind, that is, it's almost difficult to talk about that now, but I think that really, that that may be the only logical line of conversation because where do you go from beyond, Eliza Thorne, it, it didn't have that way in the books, fine, but in this episode, uh, for the sake of this universe that we're talking about right now, mm-hmm. that bastard mm-hmm. completely 180'd could have possibly had this in his mind for an extent of time. There was the grave. There was the, it, this was so evilly done. Like that evil, some evil shit. Like yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah. how you feel was, about what's happening. Yeah. That's mali- That's malice. As, that's the same as the deserters, not to the same level of what they did at Craster's Keep, but the mutineers. Oh, this yeah. Is the same kinds of things, except it was like the, the lie, Ollie's lie coming in and setting up Benjamin. Oh, about Benjamin. Benjamin. HBO lying to us and making us think that mention for Benjamin was Fuck you, real. HBO. And then the setup of people, the shadowy nature, the the grave, and just all the, the symbology that we can say that John saw and that we saw was incredibly dark. So... I don't know what is in store for the watch. I don't know what's going on with the watch, but they made a grave mistake, especially knowing all the shit that we've saw happen with hard home, knowing what Daenerys is up to in the East. It's just ludicrous. And I didn't see a point for it, but it's not like the wildlings were staying and fighting them at the wall. No, they passed through and went to the gift. Yep. They weren't seen in this episode. Nope. Nope. I Well, and I, and I think, you know, there are differences in the books and we'll get to them, but right. you do have wildlings at the wall. So I think, oh, you know, the tenuous nature, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can maybe get a little bit more of the feeling of the, the poor relationship that exists between the wildlings and the Night's Watch because they're physically there. You know, and and they're all interacting with each other, living, breathing with each other. Now it's just prejudice in the, in but, the show. It's kind well, of- no, but it, it's what Zach was talking about. It you you didn't really get a sense that the wildlings right now were of any threat to the Night's Watch. They just killed the guy who was really going to 
Brokers. bond these people together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's no point. I agree. There was no point for it. Like, what are you going to do now? Like, yeah. the Wildlings weren't causing any trouble, and John wasn't responsible for anything bad that has happened. But well, and it gets it gets to, it gets to the Jesus point. It, it gets to the point where, as a Night's Watch member, how can you take yourself seriously? You've mutinied, you know, more than one Lord Commander now, or members of your people have. And you would defend one mutiny, but then immediately cause another. I mean, not to say there right. aren't not to say there aren't Night's Watch members that are uh, that had no part in both of those mutinies. But the fact is, there's what fifty men left. They say in the show, like it's, at some point, it's mentioned about there's not many. There's not many people remain, and you're pretty much just a band of rogues now. You have no moral principle. Well, you have no your duty. You have no honor, rather. And there, there was something that really banded the Night's Watch men together for me. That even though they had been criminals and you know crooks and all this stuff, they managed to have this code that, uh, for the most part, they stuck to for for a while. It was something that was redeeming for all of them, until you realize that they are in fact all crooks and and criminals and lowly people. And and you know, due to whatever, maybe it's just that they're scared or or however they're however pure they're. Motives, maybe. I mean, you you don't just kill your Lord Commander. You just don't fucking do it. And now they're not men of the Night's Watch. They're not anybody. How can they sleep at night? The main difference here is we have Alistair Thorne, who's, I guess, in our minds, the one who led this effort as far as the show is is submitting it. And they have an immediate replacement for him. They already have a leader. When John was gone in Hard Home, he was already there. He was on top of the wall when they arrived, so the structure is in place. It's not quite the same as what happened when when Mormont was was taken you're out. You're right. In fact, I was thinking it would dissolve into chaos, but now you're right. I mean, Thorne's, Thorne's just ready made. There. Yeah, there he's to take. But how do you respect a Lord Commander that did that? Well, you can't. But I mean, and and Micah, I want to I want to get back to what you were saying about John being if if he can be revived, if he is in fact not dead or or did die, but can be revived by Melisandre or whoever. However, he comes back. About him being free of his choices, even if he is a changed man, the way that like Beric Dendarian reflects that he's a changed man from being brought back from the dead. Um, I still don't see John having any other like John was so pure in terms of wanting to broker this peace between the two peoples. I really can't imagine him still like releasing himself, allowing himself to be released from that vow, because ultimately he would just preside over this but what loyalty does he have? Terrible. No need for loyalty, but I. But I. I what I'm saying is, I think he still <laughs> thinks it's wrong that the Night's Watch would then kill the Wildlings because the Wildlings are people too. Maybe he feels a responsibility to the Watch even more so now after seeing what it's descended into. But I think that I mean, you're you're onto something because I mean, if he died, this is all wow. I love how he should have just fucking. He should have just left in the first place. What do you mean? When he had the offer from King Stannis. Oh, yeah. He should have left. Yeah. But then we wouldn't have gotten to see Hardhome. There's there's a lot to talk about. I mean, you could fill up an entire episode with with just John, but... I know. Yeah. This is going to be good in the future, though. I'm glad that we're here. Night's Watch. The listeners and us are on the same page here. I'm glad that you could talk about it. I know. It's it's great to finally be able to talk about this (laughs) after several years. Yeah. No, it's the alcohol. But uh, seriously... (laughs) Thank you for roaming in. The the Night's... Thank you. (laughs) For all of your... uh, Three-eyed raven. Yes. Yep. Um, but yeah, the Night's Watch, I don't think he has any obligation. He doesn't have any reason to go back to them. Sam has been sent to Old Town yep. uh, to become a maester in this episode. And so really, who is left at the wall at this point that he really needs to have any sort of allegiance to? He could go and join with the Wildlings if you want to. But my thing is, 
we know that there is a lot of questions surrounding his parentage. And if he is in fact a Targaryen or he 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 is Azor Ahai. that he's dead though. Well, that's the greatest question. Is he really dead? I mean, he looked pretty dead at the end of the episode. <laughs> but doesn't it seem like something George would do though? Like to just take oh, Jon Snow from us? And he's been teasing it in interviews. I mean, obviously you probably haven't read those part of the interviews that he's no, done. I haven't. But it's, it's you know, it, there was one where they somebody asked him about John. He's like, oh, you think he's dead, do you? You know, typical George, but at the same time, I mean, let's go back to season one. Like, nobody, nobody could cope with Ned being killed, but yet it happened. That's what I'm saying. Are we going to be forced to move on from this? Because I know we can. There's so many other things that we have to talk about, and I have to sort of preemptively apologize for... Like, John, you know, well, th- this ep- this episode that you're listening to is our is our take directly following the airing of the episode, and we're together, and so I feel like even more so than normally, uh, our thoughts are going to be so free flowing and sporadic when it comes to these things. So yeah. hopefully you enjoy. It. But I do want to say it doesn't with all of these other things that we've yet to get to uh, in our talk so far. There's so much to fill what's going on in this world. I think it may be a, a serious. A chance that we're Jon Snow's death is something that we have to deal with in season five. Uh, like, oh, you you think he's gonna war gonna ghost? That's cute. You think that Melisandre, since she's a red priestess, is gonna is gonna bring? Well, she's down yeah. in the dumps. I mean, well, well, especially that, after what happened. I to definitely, Stannis. I definitely want to talk about Melisandre and her looks. There's not a lot of dialogue for her in this episode, but the way that she looked, she looked crestfallen uh, when it turned out that. It was sort of a mixed blessing with with Stannis's uh, the whole result of the burning of of Shireen Baratheon. In the beginning of the episode, the episode opened with this, which is great. But I mean, he finds that the weather has improved, except to find out that even more of his men have mutinied, yeah. and his wife has killed herself. And it's 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 just something that, with that stroke of bad luck, Melisandre quickly realizes that perhaps he's not Azor Ahai reborn after all, or it would have worked better, or something. Yeah, or something. abandons him before the battle. She just goes away and he he's just had so much bad news it was amazing it was like your grace uh what could be worse than mutiny oh your wife is dead your grace melisandre's run off he was just getting one piece of bad news after the other but she she really i think she rode for the wall because that's her last hope of of redemption for herself maybe she is a fraud maybe she doesn't know what the hell she's doing i feel like you know, we mentioned before eye boning we called it uh, the looks that she gave Jon Snow in last season's uh end ending moments and uh, it's just something that I think really highly that she really wants to see what she can see with John. I think that it's 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 good timing that they placed her back at the wall. They showed her enter. Well, he was stabbed to death. You know. Yeah. I expected to see his eyes turn into a white's eyes before it closed, and I did not expect to see the episode in there. No, it lingered very long to watch the blood. Pool, pool, I will play. say this though. Everything else aside, this was an amazing way to end this season oh, and this yeah. episode. Definitely. Because all the others, well, not all of them, but even last <laughs> last season, right? Arya's on a boat. Right. That's how the season ended. Yeah, but season four was very sensational. Yeah. Know? Oh yeah. yeah. It had a lot of major yeah. moments. Uh th- that's true. It it had a lot of episode nines, right? Yeah. That's fair to say. But I feel like just looking back. To, we've never had a cliffhanger like this because we don't know yeah, cliffhanger after cliffhanger after cliffhanger. <laughs> we we don't right. We could easily sit here and say clear as day, John's dead. Right. right. There's no reason to think otherwise. Right. 
but we know better. With this show, we know better. And I think so, unless the head's off. Yeah. So yeah. Ned's head was taken off. Pretty much. And he didn't come back. Okay, I'm holding out hope because I don't want to think that John's dead. So for everyone that's listening right now, uh, maybe you guys agree with me, do you? Jon Snow, there's a chance. Yeah. There's and, a chance. Any, any death that's not... Uh, confirm the kill. We learned it from Oberyn. Confirm the kill. I'm rising my water and, bottle and I in heard, here. I heard Ghost is shooting for season six, so... Wow. Ghost is shooting. That's a good Where rumor. Where the fuck was Ghost during John's death? Here's, here's, he's like lazy as Drogon. Here's, here's a dire wolf <laughs> that enters through doors he probably can't open. You know, goes through walls basically when Sam's in trouble, but John gets mutinied. What do they do to his? Like, I'm thinking, did they overpower him the way that the Red Wedding and that Grey Wind was overpowered? I don't, I mean, I think it all happened in, in this instance. Everything happened so quickly. It wasn't like yeah. a sense where yeah. he could just come out of nowhere. But Sam's situation was pretty quick too. But maybe Ghost just happened to be nearby. I don't know if it was that quick though. No, there was, he, there, it was like a good three like minutes or so, guys. right? Yeah, it might have been. The thing is, smelled the. I don't know. Conspiracies in the air. I guess it, it's a it's a heavy scent. It happened. The episode was just flowing forward. You know, yeah. it didn't feel. I it felt like a transitive moment. It didn't feel like the end. And oh man, was a, a surprise. Like, where was Davos? Did he did he just peace out, or was he asleep? They did it under the 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 guys like they. I'm a little less let down because we kind of decided that there's uh, there's hope. Yeah, I still think there's a chance. If I mean, if it was John's heads heads off, or if the Night's King would have you know impaled him on a, a lance and thrown him you know and just destroyed him, and he would have turned into a white or something at hard home, like if it was if it was something like that, or the way Marin Trent went, etc., then I think this would be a much more somber episode. Yeah. We have a ton of emotions to go through right now and we're sitting in Eric's kitchen recording in a way that we haven't recorded ever in almost 300 episodes um so I'm actually kind of personally a little bit impressed that we've gotten this far into it um because it's it's not it's not easy to to shuffle all these thoughts together especially when you watch the episode in the way that we did watch it and it was an episode like this like we didn't come home from dance of dragons and oh did you see Daenerys fly off in her dragon yeah, I mean in this episode we saw I almost called him Sophie and Alfie <laughs> uh, we saw Sansa and Theon jump from a wall in Winterfell yeah. holding hands do you trust me <laughs> we saw <laughs> Arya in the house one. of black and white yeah. get completely just shown the way things are done dude you can't just take you can't join that order and make your own decisions. Can I just say I predicted that? I really feel like I called there being some sort of uh, lesson learned or some kind of penalty for her doing her own thing with that. And it may be that she is blind now, I guess. that was It was something. Something to do with that. I, I'm really... No comment. Very confused. <laughs> oh, so you know. No, I am, I am confused Damn. about it. I think anything that is magically induced could be reverse. Kind of You've read too much Harry Potter, my friend. I don't know. It's unsticking yeah, yeah, I, charm. Arya is in the process of learning, and I think that you know she she has a ways to go, and and this is the penalty. It's right? like detention. Yeah, basically. Okay, cool. For what she did to Marin Tran, it wasn't her life to take. Right, that's what Jacken tells her. And uh, man, that scene, yeah, where that she's was... just pulling the faces off oh, one after the other. So they're, cool. the, they're the same face. Now, how did? There's more than one Arya face. There's more than one Jack and Hagar. This is where I don't follow, is because I I assume that these faces Hagar. that are that are hanging. <laughs> Gets me every time. I mean, 
What? Hagar gets me every oh, single. Hagar? Sammy Hagar? Yeah, so I think, of, I think of a rock band every time oh, you see yeah. Jack and Hagar. Exactly. I'm doing the Everyone's air, got the air same guitar. face. I'm air guitaring in front of Zach right now. You are. Um, but uh, no, Jack and I, I don't understand how there's more than one of the same face because they have the hall of faces, you know, if they can actually just. I, I don't. I don't. Well, the point is that, how that it's is. magic. Well, the yeah. point is that they're no one, so it really doesn't matter yeah. which no face you pull off. Exactly. Or, okay. Yeah, they're no one and everyone at the same time. She finds her own face, and I wonder how they got that because they haven't like. But anyway, it was very interesting. It or just I like that it raises questions. She's I like lived that there for a while. we have no idea. Yeah, what, so many questions. What the magic is behind that? So Although many. there was a line that Jack and said tonight, only death can pay for life. He did say that. So that he said that. I think he said that before season too. two. Again, though, it ties in Mary Mazdur. What stuff, he did though, with, which was incredibly selfless, even though the person is technically no one. Yeah. He's like, okay, listen, you have to pay for this. You took a death that the god of death did not ask for, or you took a life that god of death did not ask for. Boom, I'm dead now. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit! And I felt it there as well. I thought we were losing Jack and Hagar again. And then he popped up right behind. Yeah. Him. <laughs> yeah. Just hey. So by the way. Don't do that again. Who's the real Jack and Hagar? Has it been a different one every time she's I, seen him? I believe it has been yeah. a different one every time yeah. we've seen him. I think going into the season, we were kind of willing to believe that too, that perhaps uh, the Jack in was a different Jack in or, or somebody else wearing his face or something like that. I don't know. He's a mentor character. And obviously, I think because they brought the same actor back, we were just like, oh, that's an easy way for them to tell the story. Right. And then it might not be the same. But it's a good the way that they've used it though is really is, interesting. Yes, yeah. I completely yeah. agree. That that storyline is I think one of the standout just really cool things that they, Mathematical. That they were able to do this season. Really mathy. And I, I think it's great because it's scattered within so many things that are upfront and straightforward. Mm-hmm. We have so many different kinds of entertainment. If we want to boil down, you know, the ingestion of story as entertainment for us, mm-hmm. we have the drama at Winterfell. We have the things with Stannis and Shireen and then now Celise, which was horribly brutal i mean that was cool it was it was i mean of course i mean it's not real so i can you know i'm not gonna be too sad about it but that that shot david nutter did an amazing job in this episode i thought particularly not to go off what i was saying before but um when they were in the the outskirts of winterfell marching with stannis's company yeah just those shots it looked it just it gave it so much space it felt like you were there. It felt like you were. It, it literally, and I, I don't know. That's that's very very cinematic. Something that we don't see execute that well in film, let alone in television shows. And it's just like it's wonderful to see what was last season be be improved on, which is hard to say. But in episodes like this, and episodes yeah, like Home, the there was more time spent the to, to, to yeah. The, to well, the, no, outside of Winterfell in this to, episode, to the fields and and kind of seeing when they the, were in the fields and like seeing the armies converge and then yeah, and well, the I'm hammer thinking, was falling. I'm thinking about when Stannis comes at Mance. Oh yeah, wildlings. yeah. But yeah. even uh, see, I feel like that was so. Uh, I felt so much polish from that, but this felt so visceral and real, and yeah. just the the angle like when they when the when the armies were. It's just it, it it's all perspective when we're taking this in and. For them to accomplish a place that's not real um, with practical and visual effects and, and, and for it to come out as neatly yeah. as it did. I, I'm just so excited to see what the improvement is with next season because this season, I think now that it's over and we'll have more time to talk about this. But we were talking about some in the live show comparing this season to other seasons. But this season has been so, so just damn raw. 
Yeah. Well, and and you don't Gosh. know what Stannis is going to say as like a battle cry, or if he's just going to give up when he sees the army. He's I mean, he's and he brandishes his sword. That's his that's his sword. battle cry. Is this pulling the sword out? I think you know, just given that he's lost actually everything going into that battle, which is very clearly uh, lopsided. It's this, it's an uneven battle due to sheer sheer numbers. And, yeah. and and everything. He's he's got no hope. And for a man who has sort of resolved to die, I mean, his death, the, the whole circumstances surrounding his death, I don't know why the final blow was was off screen. More cliffhanger? I, I mean, that's, Is that meant to I'm, be questionable? Honestly, before, before any other thing I feel like we say should be taken too seriously, we need to watch it again, not on a projector screen, suspended in the air. Yeah. That's such a good question, and, and I don't... I don't know. I feel like I need to watch it again and think more on it. Brienne's speech was fabulous. Oh, I sentenced you to die. I mean, hell, that's oh, amazing. Dude. She's been waiting to see. She's yeah. been practicing. But that's Renly's what... not the real king, so she needs to get did, over that. That, that he... did sit not that well with The one true king. Uh, yeah, like... Fuck off. He, he wasn't. He was the little brother. Learn your line of succession. <laughs> I just, I really like the fact that, um, you know, Stannis loses everything really before he loses his life. And it's all because of his own actions, right? I mean. Yeah. Yeah, no, very much. He lost us last week. What's next? Yeah, well, it's just like, it's just like, that's how it's like, oh, by the way, it's fate saying you should probably not have done that and fuck you for doing it. It's like, yeah, he got handled. Well, and his men. It was the way. Totally wasn't. He got handled. everything. His men basically saying, this dude is batshit crazy. I'm out of here. No kidding. I mean, what did he think was going to happen? You burn your daughter. I've never been to a live show or Game of Thrones gathering before that had people like, you know, when you're talking about, I had people ask me, what's your favorite character? And we're like, okay, what? no one, no one was supporting, there was no Stannis people. And that, that's not, that doesn't happen. Stannis Baratheon, like I said last week, is our, he's our guy, was our Even guy. Even at the end of last season, before that, people would, you know, just be like, well, he, they, they recognize his claim, you know, mm-hmm. at least because he, right. he was like the last. But they had these the moments with him. Kings. The book readers knew that he offered John. Uh, the wardenship and the yeah. lordship of the north. Like this is, it's. Oh man, this was a great finale. This was a great. It episode. is amazing. I am liking it the more I think about it too. You know just, what I mean? Just like about the intric- intricacies. Of these truly, things. truly. And, and we talked about this during during our show, um, at Geek Bar. But the way that you can just take a character, right? Then and in minutes, they, you hate them. Oh like, right, a, a yeah. character that you've been kind of getting behind a little bit all season. Right. Uh, you you just mentioned this, and then that's it. But I, I do agree that they they specifically did this with Stannis so that we probably wouldn't feel as bad about him dying because this was a guy we were getting behind, and then he kills his daughter, so now we have all have a reason to hate him, so we don't really care if he dies you know, and half at the his, end of the season. Half his men leave him. I wonder if those are the half of the men that like Shireen taught to read. <laughs> He's teaching his well, those are also the men who could have grown a pair of balls and actually done something to prevent that from happening, right. too. Just Instead crazy. of just standing there and watching. It. Yeah, he's only one man. I don't care what he commands. You can't let a child burn like that. But, I mean, this is a different time, and lots of more horrible things have happened in our history and uh, the not-so-distant past. So it's it's easy to be so overly critical, or it's easy to be so critical on Stannis, mm-hmm. but history doesn't excuse what anyone's done and doesn't excuse what they did and doesn't excuse what happens in the future. It all sucks. It's just, I don't know. It's really interesting to look at him in that light and to see all that's happened to him because of it. And I find it really kind of interesting that we've spoken about John in the way that we have. And 
you know, last week, uh, over just over a week ago, I would have been able to say that Stannis was one of my favorite characters in the show. I used to celebrate him like everyone else. We, especially after last season, He's the Manus. Manus. Remember the shots? Yes. Walking up to Mance Raider and having Fewer. all those people. Fewer. Fewer. Thank you. All of it. It's just, uh, to, to, to see and to feel now. Do you remember how insanely passionate we were in this very season? Brian, don't do it. Fail. Yes. Die. Yes. Do absolutely. So, or, or if you have to do it, let them kill the Boltons first. Exactly. Both Boltons. And then now, what's happened? The Boltons won. Yeah, both of them are still alive, which um, I'm, which I'm pretty upset about. And Brian killed Stannis, and we, in our in our conversation Supposedly. here, we haven't even really cared about it. Yeah. Well, and, and like that's the weirdest thing about the cutaway is that's the death I'm most sure of actually happened. Like Brienne sentences him to die. She swings a sword. I feel like he dies. Does she have a moment of? I won't even call it a moment of weakness. Does she have a moment of mercy? Uh, about this. She's whole not thing? a mom. So does she no. strike? Well, she's not mother. Yeah, mother's mercy. <laughs> oh, I see that. Does she strike a tree next to him and be like, "Eh, this isn't a real fight because you're unarmed." And this, that, the other. I mean, uh, to me, to me though, there was something honorable about it. Be cutting away for somebody like you know, I was Brienne. That. Like, do they? Do they care? Is it like um, out of respect for Stannis that the show wouldn't show him dying? It's like. This character's not uh, somebody who we're gonna disgrace by showing his corpse. Then they, know, showed, they showed, they showed literally corpse. everybody else's. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like why was it off screen? Like I said, I'm gonna just gonna need more time. To, yeah. uh, and we'll come back to that on our on our next episode this week, obviously. Sure, sure. But I think that's gonna be a question that's out there just because of the fact that they cut away. Tell us what you think. Yeah, I mean, is he alive? That, that's what it was for. Let's be honest. I mean, he got pretty roughed up. I mean, it looked like his Very leg rough. got yeah, cut. Yeah, but he was standing. That's even, the most important thing. Even if she doesn't uh, kill him all the way, she's not. I don't. I think it's a, quite a different affair to see her take him to like a medic or something. I mean, he might just bleed out. Could you field. imagine, Podrick, what we saw before mm-hmm. with Brienne and Jamie and Brienne and Podrick? Could you f- imagine Brienne Podrick? And Stannis traveling no. the countries. <laughs> yeah, do we feel absolutely? I love it. Do we feel bad for Stannis now? Do we feel pity because <laughs> because he made the wrong decision? I mean, it was to burn his daughter. We can never excuse it. But do we feel bad? Do we feel pity? Does this episode ask us to feel pity for a man who actually has lost everything? I did before being killed. I did. I I felt a little bad for him too. To be honest, he he made the wrong call. He had a woman uh, priestess done worse. whispering and, in his ears. And we're cheering for him. It's, it's, you know what I mean? Yes, we did cheer for Theon. And he, he he burned two children at once. Yeah. And he had cheer. So it's... Betrayed Rob. Of course, these are all wonderful questions that are coming up and wonderful emotions that we're sharing in, in, at, at a kitchen table together because of the writing of George R. R. Martin and David Benioff and Dan Weiss for crafting this finale and the entire show for that matter. And the way that they have, that we can sit and think, well, we did cheer for Theon when he grabbed Sansa's hand. When he flipped, we cheered for Theon when he killed a girl, when he threw a girl off of a yeah. wall. Yeah, and she needed killing. And now we're asking ourselves almost trepidously, should we feel okay? Should we feel sorry for Stannis because he failed and his wife killed himself and he lost everything? Yeah, I think we should. Well, as but, well. Yeah, well, it was his own doing though. It's it's not like it somebody else. Theon's own doing. doing as well. That that's that's really what tugs at our our hearts too. Seeing seeing Theon 
be part of a, an escape attempt from the Boltons that is successful, as far as we know. After that escape attempt, you know, the last few times he's tried and, and, and failed miserably, it's really, it makes your heart go up, you know, in, in a very happy sort of it does jump. i think the torture helps but still it, it's, actions it's are all actions. different levels of how you feel though because ramsey is obviously a worse person than say theon was but you know stannis where does he fall into that category i don't i don't know i i, I do think that i feel i, I did feel bad for him I, I did because i think you you got to see into a broken man like he's he's broken down but it's mostly his own doing like he he has this drive within him because he believes he has the rightful claim the difference here is that Santa thought he was saving the world he thought that he was putting himself he did in a place yes. where he could defend the realm against the white walkers yes 100%. he thought he was azura high yep and he was willing to sacrifice everything to make that happen yeah, wow. it takes a certain kind of person to actually be able to make those sacrifices. A crazy-ass person. But if he were right... He saw it as duty and honor, and we've seen duty and honor fail. We have saw miserably. the goodness of John destroy him. Mm-hmm. Or was it the weakness and malice of others? Yeah. More so, I believe. We saw what happened to Stannis, and we can only hope... I don't know... I'm saying this, and I'm, I didn't, wasn't even thinking this, but the more I look at you guys, the more I think about love and friendship, and the more I think about how cool it would be if Brienne gave him a chance. And that that did turn in. Like, look, look at what she, her ex, an experience with Jamie and her did for everyone's character liking Jamie because he was one of the early big hates in the whole series. Yeah, for throwing Brienne out the window. I don't know. Sometimes you make the wrong. Stannis and Brienne could do some some cool things. I like that idea. I don't know if it would. I mean, that would be that would literally be the craziest thing that could ever happen. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Like, like you like that, Brannis, Briannis, Briannis. I mean, we got to throw a pot in there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we were talking about the uh, sort of at the start of the show that the I wanted to bring up the violent deaths again um, because we got I mentioned Marin, of course Miranda, the stabbing death of John, which we talked at length about. I forgot one very important one to me personally, which was Marcella. Uh, Marcella, <sighs> Marcella dying. I mean, yeah. If you're talking about an innocent dying, uh, I feel like Marcella is as good an example of, as any, and that was something that happened very. I mean, in her father's arms after the big reveal, after the heart. Oh my gosh! People cheered. I mean, and 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 I'm proud you're my father. Just the fact that there was nothing he could do about it. And I'm sure he's going to turn the boat around and wreak high hell if he can. But it's just, it was so undignified the way. And of course, I thought about it immediately. I was like, oh, she kissed her on the lips. There's probably poison on those lips. Yeah, I mean. I actually was happy that I kind of figured that was something that was up. uh, Yeah, it it was, that was a tough scene to watch because clearly there's, she's, she's alive in the books and that's, that's a difference. but. You know, it takes me back to the beginning of the season, right? The prophecy, I mean, or, or what you want to call Jamie's it. Jamie's got to carry the corpse of of their daughter to into the throne room and be yeah, like and, Cersei, and, and think you know, about how that might go over with Cersei. I He's failed be, you, especially after all that's happened. Deep shit. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, so that relationship. This this continues to evolve, right? This this opening scene that we saw with Maggie the Frog and Cersei and her friend in that hut about. Her children, right? Her children are in danger, and and now she only has one left. Joffrey's dead. Marcella's dead. 
Tommen is starving seen himself him for episodes. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what kind of condition he is. I was I was half expecting her to get the news that something terrible had happened to him too. Well, and that and that I was as well. The High Sparrow at one point still refers to him as King Tommen, though. And I was thinking, okay, he's still in power. Like the High Sparrow, the the Faith Militant have not yet removed him from power. Otherwise, there'd probably be different wording. This, study. I mean, maybe it, it's hoping too much. But King Tommen's still in there somehow. Yeah, no, I was expecting to see with that particular storyline, and I know that we'll probably give that more time in the, the follow-up episode sure, this week, sure, sure. But, but just for the sake of us being here, I was expecting to see Cersei have some large um, confession that would lead to him being taken out of his place as king. And I thought that Littlefinger's gift would have something to do with all of this happening, and it could possibly some be someone like Gendry who could sweep in and, or sweep in and take that position. Maybe that that's maybe that's too storybook, but I figured like maybe like all of those things would happen just in time for a real threat to be coming to where we would immediately go back in danger. We wouldn't have a lot of happy period, happy time yeah, with someone who we thought was a cool king. Like I thought that that was kind of good late season interestingness in Game of Thrones, but it didn't happen. What we saw, on the other hand, was Cersei walk into the Red Keep and we see essentially the new leadership. No one there gave her any pity. They all looked no. at her and they saw Except everything Kyber. that she's Kyber. ever done. Kyber well, of course. Drapes her in the. Yeah, of yeah. course. I thought that was. Com- I don't know. I know we'll talk more, but that scene was fucked up. The very end there. I don't know when we get into the rest of it. The yeah. way that they were when she came in, that was just. It, it is worth saying. Uh, amazing out. job was done on the part of uh, Lena Headey. She'll have won an award or two. Because that was stripping of her finery and, and walking through the streets and everything that was yelled at her, um, the bloody feet, the all the things thrown at her. I mean, it just just an amazing scene. Amazing scene in the books. Amazing scene to watch. But to me, I think a, a really severe penalty for what she admitted to doing. I feel like deep down, the High Sparrow knows more than what he leads on. You can see it in his eyes. Uh, he, he clearly was already aware of 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 Lancel. Uh, I think we know right. that Lancel confessed that at one point later than he had it. But at the same time he's trying to get more information out of her and she does not give it all as it relates to Jamie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, if she would have admitted to that, maybe the, the punishment fits the crime in the sense of her having to walk through the streets in that way, I'm not saying it, it was dignified or anything like that. I mean, it was horrible, but just, just you know, for for what she did with Lancel to have to go through that, I I don't know. I mean, it's just come on, man. King's Landing is sinking into like this. It's like they're they're going backward while they need to be yeah. going forward it's, because it's, shit is going down in the rest of the world. We've got the White Walker. I mean, it's literally. It's it's like watching a train wreck in slow motion. Yeah. And now we have the mountain who's been animated and who's large and in charge and 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 uh, ready for orders. Our friend it's, Andrew said Franken Mountain. Exactly. I like, I like that term. We thought King's Landing was messed up when Robert was king because he wasn't doing a good job running it. Right. That's the beginning of the fucking series. It's right? only gotten worse. I mean, I guess it's a great allegory to, I mean, we've always mentioned this if you're someone who's been with us for years, like we got to meet tonight, which was fantastic yes, this is one of the absolutely. best experiences meeting we've the listeners had tonight to with the show amazing. yeah it was it was very very cool but uh if you've been listening for years you know that 
we talk about how this applies so much to the real world, not just our current history, but history in the past, and probably for history that will be in the future. Because as like as much as we all would like to think that our current time is is you know above and beyond and and progressing past the mistakes that have happened in the past just go to stories not only f- fiction but go to our 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 own stories in history and see that all of these people that were alive at those times were just like us they were feeling alive they were looking around seeing their friends making decisions and at that moment they were the most progressed that there was to be progressed and so to know that that's happening in westeros right now and to know that such a threat is coming to their civilization and to know that that same sort of painful situation as a, a viewer of a story is looking at it and going, okay, first off, none of what you're doing is good. Second off, you're literally setting yourself up for what will be a terrible, terrible failure later on when the things that you don't know about that we know about are going to happen. And it's like, that's another twist in the story, essentially. Like, there wasn't really, a, there wasn't a cliffhanger in King's Landing like there was all over, but we were left with the pain of, the way the leadership has has looked at Cersei yeah. and the way that King's Landing will be after that. And we were left with the pain, obviously, of what happened to her. And yeah. she and she has to await trial. It's it's not just Maybe yeah. it's not over. Sort of a soft cliffhanger there. I mean, we we didn't see Tommen and we don't know what he's looking like now. I mean, for me the Tommen storyline is, is kind of well and Marjorie and Loris, all the Tyrells. Exactly. They were like uh with Baelish and with Lady uh, Elena and, mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff. And I expected to see that. I did kind of. Unless you're just meant to believe that it was Lancel, but I, I feel like that's too easy. But but for me, it's like these are going to be the first few episodes of season six with these guys, like all the characters we're talking about that we didn't necessarily see. Kind of it, at this point, I'm just happy I, these people are still yeah, alive. I can't even guess. I we're don't just know. taking a death toll and be like, who's still alive? Uh, the, okay. f- the flow of this fifth season has been completely unexpected. And I think for a lot of viewers that were inside of it that were either casual or dedicated and that there was a selection of people that have had a bit of friction with this season compared to others. But I think now that we've seen it all, it's it's just so much more clear to me, at least personally, what the vision was and mm. what the purpose was. And it's unlike anything that I've seen before. And that's really cool. You're telling a story with such a, a vast number of characters. and this was in some ways Cersei's season beginning with her prophecy it was very meant. We were, we were very much meant, I think to be thinking about her even while watching the other scenes that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but then also you, the, the side stories that don't tie as well into uh, like, like Dorne ties really well into Cersei, mm-hmm. but something like Stannis and John at the wall uh, doesn't. But with those, you're also, you also get this story of, loss and your your concept your actions having consequences and it kind of is still in some ways a Cersei story a cautionary tale of living in this world of having power and losing it you know having it taken from you by those due to fear or due to ignorance kind of the overall ode of, of the- it, to me it's so interesting to be sitting in the f- end of the fifth season now right and for for such a long time we talked about the Starks, right, and and how their family was des- decimated. How right? many hours did we not waste? How many hours did we spend talking about the Starks? Who no, are, but who are my point is though that now here we are at the end of season five. The Baratheons have been decimated. The Lannisters have been decimated. All these families that we thought like two seasons ago, three seasons ago, were riding high, 
and everything was going really well for them. Yeah. I didn't even know who the Boltons were a couple seasons ago. Not right. You got the Boltons in Winterfell. The Terrells, they're kind of in trouble. Dorn, who knows? Like, what is Tristane going to do now? He's going to go back to Dorn and probably light the fucking thing on fire. Yeah. At least Ilaria and the Sand Snakes. I mean, we're we're so like consumed now by all these different storylines that we didn't even know about. To your point, like the Boltons, who knows? Jon Snow is fucking dead for Thank all you. intents and purposes. Right? Maybe. Everything we've known. If you go back and watch like the first episode of the first season and go and think <laughs> about where you are right now. After Hardhome, after... Daenerys doesn't even break the wheel. The thing is fucking... Yeah, no. Broken already. The wheel fell in a vat. It's just like the end of T2. The wheel, the wheel fell in there. Yeah. It's just bubbling. And she's also in a Terminator movie, so that kind of makes sense. That's I, July I, 1st. I didn't mean to do that, but... <laughs> <hey>. Eric's, Eric's <laughs> plugging. I'm totally going to be there. Uh, I heard that Jim Cameron gave his stamp of approval. I did hear that. He so said, this that. is the third Terminator movie. It's technically the fifth. He said, this is the third. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, before we get too sidetracked... Yeah. Um, I think it's important for us to say again that uh, this has been a really great experience and to I think it's also important to thank everyone who has journeyed with us um, along this path through the fifth season. We have officially reached the end. It is the end. We can all exhale accordingly together. We've met like so many. Yeah, right? ah. <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> we'll put it in right here. It's been a process, and we've met so many more of you on this journey, and we've discovered more about what we like, more about what we dislike, more about ourselves, more about this show, more about our listeners, and I just think that this oncoming on-season will be insanely fun. At one point tonight, Micah looks over to me and asks me, he goes, you excited to get back to the books? <laughs> and Nothing I was like... This shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm excited to get back to the books. It's it's kind of, you know, it, it's it's fun. I mean, after, after, you know, 10 weeks of all this action... It's over. I can't believe it. Yeah. But, you know, we left off at the Red Wedding, right? Or yeah. just after the just Red after. Wedding with Arya, mm-hmm. and now we, yeah, we could go back. And you know, there's so many other things. I mean, there, there's obviously been storylines that haven't made it into the show, characters that haven't made it to the show. There's been changes in the show, um, but we get to read it as it is in the books. And I think that that's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun because there are a lot of differences. There are things. I mean, that even I don't remember. And you know, to go back or or to see how things that get laid out earlier tie into plot lines later on i think it's gonna be good it's our it's our official on season yeah well this has just been a blip in our full calendar year it definitely didn't feel like it was time for the fifth season to begin and now we have to say that the fifth season is over yeah and we're looking at each other quizzically uh, now yeah I, as it, the train comes by as the train we'll leave this train in and we've done our best to cut out the rest of them but yeah I don't know. It just it just feels weird that we've that we've that we've made it here, and I'm really glad that we were able to record together. Yes. like this. Yeah, this is cool. Especially though. for this episode. Again, we had an incredible experience tonight at Geek Bar, uh, just celebrating Game of Thrones. I got to hold Longclaw and Oathbreaker. I got to wear helms from the series as yeah. well. Lots of Three Eyed Raven. I mean, honestly, it doesn't it, it doesn't get much cooler than 
the experiences we're sharing right now. And I'm, I'm very, very happy that it's happening the way that it is. So, uh, I know we have a lot of story left. I'm looking at an index card because we, we just kind of jotted down things that we remembered. And I think, you know, there's, there's a lot left to discuss. I mean, we could, we could spend a couple weeks probably just on Jon Snow, but, uh, and we will. <laughs> in our, in our own it, it'll small be, way. it'll be demanded of us. But, uh, fr- from this particular episode, this finale of season five, I know that we still have a lot to go through specifically that we, we, touched on briefly but really didn't get into a lot of detail and that is everything going on out east you know with Tyrion with Daenerys um you know we talked a bit about Arya but there's so much more there mm-hmm. uh to go into and 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 even back in Westeros I, I mean we probably want to touch on Dorne a little bit more uh yeah. and Sansa's specific like her breaking free and escaping yeah but well. And and shame on me. I mean, I I, I thought Dorne was done uh, for the season yeah. on the last uh, or, or you know the last Sometimes episode. It's nice to be surprised. Yeah, it is. It is. Like I wish it was a different uh, outcome of that surprise. Yeah. It was a bummer. That was such a bummer. It and, really and was. Damn, Alaria. I mean, um, hopefully she gets gets what's coming to her because to do that to a child, um, especially you know what what I thought about um, as that was happening. Um, not to spend too much time on this, but Oberyn's words that we don't harm exactly. girls in Dorne. She's become the person that he would have hated. Yeah, no, there's no way that Oberyn would have wanted that. Oh, absolutely not. No, definitely not. So, <sighs> so a lot to do later on this yeah, week. Yeah, there's, there's a lot there's to plenty. do. There's plenty. There's so much. So this is a cool part where um, I guess we can, I mean, obviously we'll have more prompts for these sorts of things as the episodes progress, but just get your thinking caps on, if you will, and we encourage you to stick around with us in the on season. We have a book to get back to. We have books to get through before the winds of winter. We're very, very excited, and we've been thinking about this for months, and we've been talking about this for months, so we'll put together... Uh, the best strategy possible, and we'll inform you of that whenever it is most appropriate. Whenever John wakes up, <laughs> how can we go? He's through, sleeping, right? How can we go through John chapters in the book without saying, "What's it matter? He's fucking dead." Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, you can say that about a lot of characters. Winter's yeah, coming. Even this, the last episode of season five, had so many great moments. Of course, some which we've discussed, others which we won't. But some of those moments in particular, we now choose to raise up. And declare as our own. Micah looks ready. I, it's hard to give an own. I mean, this this episode. Man, so cool to see him be ready. Sorry, I'm ready though. God. I I got to give it. I got to give it to Theon. Whoa. Thank you. Oh my Whee! god. Whee! Oh. And I did not know that this was coming. This is more shocking than anything that happened in tonight's episode for me. <laughs> Zach can't control Zach's himself. Zach's dying. Zach's dying. He gives it to Theon. Not to Reek, to Theon. Eric's basically I'm, got his I'm arm basking. around him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My arm's as close as it <laughs> can be or without being totally. Because we, I mean, it was, it was like the one redemptive moment in the entire episode. Minus the, you know, I, I, do, I do like the fact that they did include some humor which I know we'll talk about later on in the week, but I felt that that was needed given all the seriousness. Well, is it funny to watch her head splatter on the ground? I, I, didn't, I didn't see that. No. I, you're, I think you're, you're embellishing now because, because it was Theon. She no. hands on her face. Well, yeah. Well, but yes, I, I, I give it to Theon. 
Wow. Wow. That is pretty outstanding, Micah. I'm just going to say, after all the things you could have given it to, or given it to, that's cool. Well, it's not my own of the season. It's yeah, just yeah. the no, own of the episode. Cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. Own of the season can I think like that's well done. Theon deserves it for he, this. He does. Yeah. Now I don't have to give my own to Theon, so thank you. Thank you for that, Micah. <laughs> you got to fill the Theon quota. He freed, he freed, he freed okay. me up. He freed okay. me up. Well, what is your own? Uh, I'm what? glad you asked. You know, I'm going to give my own to Varys, actually. Oh, I don't we not brought that up yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, well plenty Jeez. of stuff for next week. But, but Varys for knowing when to take a step back and coming back in right at the right moment when he needs you. It, it seems... Huge cheers. It seems clearer to me now that probably setting up Tyrion with, to be taken by Jorah was, was more planned than unplanned and uh varus had no trouble finding his way to marina by by his own ways and he's found himself and Tyrion new jobs if you talk about their arc throughout the season not to you know go on forever here you know they're in a much better place now and it's probably because of him so or mostly because of you know his efforts so varus definitely uh owned for me seeing him again in this episode not a character you expected to see uh so much as you know i i kind of Probably would have expected to see Olena or Tommen or one more of the King's Landing folk. Not Varys. Not Varys. Yeah. And he was so good. Weren't course, we talking Kamako. at some point, was it earlier today or, or something, and you were saying, we were naming off characters that we would want to see in this mm-hmm. finale, and you said Varys, or one of you two said, it I wasn't said, me. I may have said Varys. And I kind of, in my mind, I was like, he wants to see Varys. I want to see you know, blah, so many blah. more important. Yeah, that's cool not going to happen. Varys but was, it happened. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I just thought it. It and I thought he was done for the season. But I thought, wouldn't it be weird if he wasn't done for the season and they just kind of bookended like you know and the other characters? They did. So that's cool. But they didn't. There weren't any other characters that really did that with. So it's it's like not something you can easily. Well, which probably means predict. means something. Which yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this next year of speculation. I hope the rest of you listening are too. So Zach, we've given you enough of a uh, Thank you. time to Thank figure out. <laughs> I knew this whole time. You know, in case you were wondering, sometimes listeners at home, you know that uh, Zach sometimes really likes to, to wait because he doesn't actually have a known. He admitted to this, uh, I think, on the last episode that he was on. And uh, I, I can confirm that you can actually see it in his eyes when he doesn't have a known. It's a visible, physical sign you can see when Just he doesn't Just give it have to Theon. <laughs> that make Eric happy? Okay. Oh, man. I didn't... God, why didn't I think of this beforehand? This is a problem. What, your own? Yeah. I don't know, dude. I kind of want to give it to Alistair Thorne. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important to give credit where credit's due. And the moment Jamie had a a stretch of time to have a proper conversation with Marcella he was going to straight up be straight up with her about yes. the entire thing. And I thought that was, that was like, it was a Bravo moment. I thought it was a, it was a very strong thing to do for a character. And I think that, you know, avoiding issues and topics is in general, a very bad practice. And so seeing him go directly to say, hi, I am not your uncle. Like this isn't a small thing, but your mom and I, you know, I'm your uncle and like we're brother and sister we made you, I'm your dad and we've known it the whole time and you're now a grown ish person. And I'm just telling you that's really, really heavy stuff. And I guess you could also give an own to Marcella for being such a good, 
good person and handling it well and and being gentle with him because she's got to know how important it is and how big of a deal it is yes, for him 100%. to say that as well. Absolutely. So really, I knew in that moment that Marcella was toast or that they were both oh, toast, that, that the ship was going to go up in flames, something, because that was possibly one of the most perfect moments, one of the nicest moments on the show that they've ever had. It, yeah. it I really thought that, yeah, it was... I thought it was going to be the nice moment of the episode and you know with with everything else that took place I I figured that okay here's here's the one scene that we're going to get that actually doesn't end in in death or or something horrible and then for them to do that it just it, it was it was painful to watch I mean obviously it didn't have the same level of intensity as what happened to Shireen but it's the same kind of thing that there's a pure character we we haven't spent as much time with her obviously but or this actress, this actress, recast yeah. for a season to kill her. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. You look sad, sort of. For her, yeah. You're I grinning, mean, yeah. but you. Still I know she's look not sad. real, but you know, you know, it's right. just Because it's another innocent, right? It's right. another innocent that has died at the hands <laughs> of Alaria's. Not. I mean, you don't expect that from her. I mean, you don't. Those were our owns. For the final season. The onus is no longer on us. I feel that some of you may look forward to these episodes probably a lot because they're so hot button, they're so current, it's what's coming on, and you can enjoy it with us at these moments. And if that is the case, I would hate to bring your mood down, but those are the last times you're going to hear owns from us for the television series outside of, of course, our owns of the season, which mm-hmm. are approaching. If yes. you've been listening for years, you know, until next year. So yes. high five. Mm-hmm. Join us in owning the last episode of this season and year. There are a number of ways you can do that, <laughs> as as many people did this evening, right? And, yes. and there were a lot of them. Yes. King of the Castle. Mm-hmm. I'm a chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there were, I mean, just... So many owns, and we try to keep things spoiler free as as we retweeted. We'll we'll put more of yours out there. I think um, later on in the week that are a little bit more spoilery. We didn't want to uh, have any UK listeners uh, mm-hmm. torch our asses, but uh, <laughs> yes, you can. That would be bad. It would be. Um, I've seen it happen. Kid, you know something just came to mind again. Remember when she said she's Melisandre torching? <laughs> she said she saw Bolton Bolton banners burning. Anyway. <laughs> we can talk about that later on in the week. So send a, send us your owns. Tweet at us at Game of Owns. We will uh, compile them, put them in a satchel, mm. start a campfire sometime later this week, and uh, begin reading them. You can also scroll upon our Facebook wall, yes. facebook.com slash Game of Owns, or you can email us, mm. contact at Game of It's been a great day. Uh, it's been um, ups and downs, emotional roller coaster. Seeing so many people that we watched this finale with, seeing knowing that we, you know, been planning this uh, live show that finally has happened, and it was a lot of fun, and we got to meet our listeners. Like the whole thing, the whole thing was just a great experience. This is the way to do finales, premieres, the way to do the show in a big group, as big a group as possible. The cheering, I will still be hearing well into the week. The biggest takeaway for me, uh, apart from the listeners, of course, is getting to. Uh, spend the weekend with you guys. It's been a blast. Yeah, and we've gotten to uh, you know not only sharing the the show centric moments, but the friend centric moments, and just the simple little things. And I'm excited to uh, 
share some of those on our Patreon feed. Yeah, chapter chapter eight, I believe, will be on. Uh, is going to be full of adventures that we've experienced in and around this this event, this travel event, and uh, we look very forward to producing that for you and getting it together. And and you know, it's just been a lot of fun. You can share in our fun, and uh, our exploits are always available uh, to subscribers. We really appreciate everyone for their support. So check it out at patreon.com slash goo. I will do this because we are in person together. Good. So um, there is uh, another way you can get in touch with the show. Tell me more, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> that was way too close, Eric. Uh, but They're sharing a mic. Yeah, in case people didn't know. <laughs> they probably know by now. Well, because it is the month of June and this is the end of season five. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. Nothing less than five stars. Fewer. No, he's dead. <laughs> Nothing less. Nothing uh, than five stars is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Nothing less. I can I can go back to that now, right? Yeah. Is acceptable. Wait, I skipped the five stars part. Nothing less than five stars is acceptable. Uh, it's just the way that it is. We don't control it. Mm. It's an iTunes thing, but... Uh, you know, as we as we mentioned earlier, as we head into this on season of ours, as we go through the rest of a storm of swords, you know, it, we we want people to know that we're out there, and and just knowing also that uh, we're going to be talking about season five at least for the next couple of episodes. Uh, we know that there's going to be plenty of people out there who are uh, a little bit somber about what happened to Stannis. Oh, I'm sorry, Jon Snow. And oh, I'm sorry, Celise. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Marcella. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Miranda. Miranda. I'm oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Mary Trent. Gone Trent. too soon. Yes. <laughs> iTunes is a great place for those people to find out that uh, we exist. And we do appreciate all of you heading on over there, leaving your rating and review. Please do so, or else. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Or else. Uh, this has been fun, guys. Let's grab hands and jump off this wall together. <laughs> we should do this more often. Agreed. You know? Thank you for listening, everyone. Goodbye from Eric's kitchen table. Okay. Ah. Well, we don't have to clap. We don't? No. Why not? Because I have we're together. I want to clap though I for that finale. Should, we probably should clap. Oh. Just 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 so we say we don't have to. Okay. Ready? Yep. One, two, three, clap. clap. Whoa. Whoa.